It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Michael Reed on LMFM. The housing crisis uh, continued uh, to be top of uh, the agenda in the Dáil yesterday. Now you know well over seven months ago at the finance bill, We called on the government to impose a stamp duty surcharge on investment funds uh, from buying up homes in the Irish market. During that finance bill, your government refused and voted against Sinn Féin's proposal to examine the tax treatment of these funds. But last week, when the public attention was drawn to this issue and when your policies have been laid bare and the devastating consequences of them are there for all to see, Your government told us that you are going to rush to bring forward proposals to fix the problems and those proposals would be for us this week. Sinn Féin's uh, spokesperson on finance, uh, Pierce Doherty. Peter Burke, Minister of State with Responsibility for Local Government and uh, Planning is on the line. Minister, good morning to you and thanks indeed uh, for joining us. Uh, It's a a problem uh, your government has uh, presided over uh, and uh, the charge now is uh, that you've been sitting on your hands. Good morning, Michael, and to your listeners. Yes, it is a significant problem. Obviously, what has happened in Minute, anyone in government abhors and they really want to work to resolve it. That's why we've had a number of bilateral meetings between uh, the Minister for Housing and Dara O'Brien and Pascal Donoghue. No, it's, I mean, that's the point, uh, that you've been sitting on your hands and you were waiting for Minute to happen because uh, you've uh, ignored the same thing happening previously. No, I don't accept that because I think in the housing market, you have to be very careful in terms of anything you do that can potentially limit supply. And as we know, and your listeners will be very aware, over the last decade, it was so important that we had funds to bring investment to unlock high-density brownfield sites in our city. So why is it that you're planning to do what Pierce Doherty was suggesting to do seven months ago? Because the issue hadn't been... Preeminent in terms of uh, funds going into housing estates, gazumping first-time buyers, that had not been the case to then. And e- even though these investors are spending fifty million a week, yeah, but they're spending their money that has been spent on high-density development that we need that is providing housing solutions for many people, many citizens, and cities in this state, and that investment is needed. If we look as a country, we have to build. 350,000 homes over the next 10 years. That's going to cost 90 billion. And the state can't fund all that. It needs funds in appropriate areas. But it does not, and this is where the government is very clear, it does not need them competing with families, first-time buyers, and three and four semi-bedroom houses in a state in Ireland. We don't want that. We want them in appropriate delivering, very high residential 
uh, high-density um, developments that are very difficult to unlock by the private sector. Mm, but you created the conditions uh, where you made it uh, attractive for these international investors to come in and buy out entire estates. Why did you not act when you were told it, it was a problem? Did you not realise it was a problem? Or was Piers Doherty uh, wrong when he said it was a problem seven months ago? He absolutely was wrong because oh. it only came to the forefront when the investment company went into an estate and Minute and actually bought up the actual house. Is that the first time that happened? Is that what you're suggesting? That, that is the first time that that physically happened to the public in terms of buying up a large swathe, almost all an estate. That has not happened before. If you look in terms of the matrix that investment funds have, they have uh, less than 1% of the market, but they have around 14,500 units, which are all apartments. And this is the first mm. time... Well, it, it happened in Ashdown a couple of weeks before that, and it's well, happened in Lusk, and it's happened in Clondalk, and it's happened in Coolock, and there are other examples uh, that have been highlighted many times over now. But not, not, not at the scale in, uh, that has happened in Minute in terms of an estate with two and three bedroom homes that were offered up to the, uh, up to the public. What has happened before is it's all been apartments, and that's the key issue that we will respond to ensure that this does not happen again because we want to and are very clear that we want to protect and which we have supported first-time buyers through Rebuilding Ireland help to buy all our various different schemes to get them mm. a chance to own their own home and realise that ambition and that is so important to government so we will move to protect first-time buyers but we have to And is that why uh, apartments are, are so expensive? Uh, I mean uh, the government seems to be suggesting that uh, uh, an affordable price for an apartment in Dublin now is half a million. No, apartments are very difficult to deliver in terms of the private sector, and it's based on their funding model. Obviously, you can't uh, half complete an apartment building and sell a few apartments out of it. Mm. You have to have the block completed. The very high standard in terms of the regulations now under our new building uh, law regulations. But how can, you suge- how can you justify uh, a property worth €500,000 qualifying for an affordable housing scheme? No, what we're saying in terms of the affordable housing scheme, that is a cap. It's not just to find it. Yeah. We don't want, if we set a scheme that's below... But the, the cap is 500,000. It's half a million euro. Absolutely. But the point I'm making is that's a cap. The scheme will not be within reach for half a million euro for the majority of people because physically it won't. But it's aimed but at... But in, in theory, this means TDs could apply for affordable housing. Absolutely. In terms, anyone can apply for affordable housing if they meet uh, the requirements under the scheme. Well, the, the requirement, scheme, uh, the requirement to buy a, a property worth five hundred thousand would be earning around a hundred thousand, and yeah, a TD who's on just ninety eight thousand uh, would need some help in buying a property like that. No, hold on. Now let's be absolutely unambiguous here. This is not about TDs. and not aimed at TDs. This is aimed at people. It's a price cap set. That it cannot exceed. It's that. a ridiculous cap, and that's the point of that's the point of the TDs to help emphasize how ridiculous the, the thing is. Michael, you might please stop. Uh, let me make my point, if you could, because every time I open my mouth, you're you're butting in. If you would just please respectfully let me make my point. Mm. The point I'm making is that there is a cap on the market, so there's no point in having a scheme that goes in and is significantly below what the market is making. In one instance, in very uh, rare high-density developments within uh, the footprint of Dublin City, arguably between the two canals, apartments are very high value, and they are not aimed at for first-time buyers going in, buying in the marketplace in that area. Generally, a lot of those are 
rental, sustainable rental models that people use when they're working within the city. But this affordable housing scheme is specifically aimed at providing the funding gap for people who cannot reach the mortgage because of the macro-potential rules. They have the deposit, but they're just short. And that will be aimed at from houses from 250,000 up to 300,000. Even in Kells, there, look at Willmount View, three-bed homes available for 230,000. And it's schemes like that that will mm. become accessible. From 200,000 up to 450,000 and up to 500,000 in the case of an apartment. Yeah. And that's caps that are set. Because yes. as I said, you cannot enter a scheme into the marketplace below the current market rates of residential development. Because if you do, the scheme will be redundant. And that's the key thing. It won't be aimed at those, but mm. there's a cap, a ceiling limit in it to ensure that developers can't increase the market more and price first-time buyers out of the marketplace. That's the key aim of it. OK, Minister, I've run out of time, but thank you for your time. Thank you for joining us uh, and uh, taking the time to be with us. Peter Burke, Minister of State, with responsibility for local government and planning, brings our programme to its conclusion today and indeed uh, for this week. Good morning. Bye-bye. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from